When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Weekly, the T-Biz Podcast and T-Biz Blog offer business insights on the news that most impacts the tea industry. Paired with Tea Journey Magazine for tea enthusiasts, the T-Biz Portal is a global resource providing nuanced coverage for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Tazo embraces regenerative ag. Tea labor unrest is accelerating in Bangladesh. Canada requires front-of-package nutrition warning labels. Plus, Equity co-founder Quentin Vinnie discusses three new condition-specific canned cold-brewed tea blends formulated to ease anxiety and depression, improve focus, and calm young people coping with ADHD. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Tazo relaunched as Tazo Regenerative this week reformulating the ingredients in four of its most popular tea blends to comply with standards adopted by the Regenerative Organic Alliance. Lorraine Miller, president at Caterra Americas, said, quote, Tazo has always been a brand that challenges the status quo, and this regenerative organic transition is no exception, end quote. For too long, business as usual has been killing our planet. It's time for every company, including the entire tea industry, to overhaul their means of production to combat climate change and help people on the planet thrive, she said in a prepared statement. According to the statement, the brand will undertake a multi-year effort to transition its full range of products to regenerative organic certification in pursuit of increased soil health, improved animal welfare, and economic stability, as well as fairness for farmers and workers worldwide. Elizabeth Whitlow, Executive Director of the Regenerative Organic Alliance, writes that, quote, Tazo's dedication to invest in their supply chains and support farmers is completely in alignment with our mission to heal a broken system, repair a damaged planet, 
and empower farmers and eaters to create a better future through regenerative organic agriculture. The company will source Rainforest Alliance certified teas and utilize Fair Trade USA certification across ingredients as a core focus as it helps protect the environment and ensure that farmers and workers are treated equitably and receive fair wages. Tazo's long-term ambition is to transform the brand's entire business operations into a regenerative approach that challenges what the industry can do. At least 1% of annual sales, approximately $1.5 million in 2022, will be donated to mission-aligned organizations under the 1% for the Planet program. Business Insight Tazo, a storied, somewhat quirky brand, was founded in 1994 by Stephen Smith in Portland, Oregon, with proceeds from the 1993 sale of Stash Tea. In 1999, Tazo was acquired by Starbucks for $8 million. Over time, the company was moved to Kent, Washington, where it gradually shed its flippant New Age aura. Unilever paid $384 million to acquire the brand in 2017. Acatera, the largest tea company in the world, seeks to be the world's most sustainable tea company. Tazo will showcase those ambitions to eventually reach net zero emissions, eliminate deforestation, recycle, reuse, or compost 100% of its packaging, and reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 45% by 2030. Tea laborers facing steep inflation are pressing Bangladesh growers for an increase to a minimum wage of 300 takas, equivalent to $3.20 U.S. The current minimum is 120 takas, about $1.25. There's been no wage increase for the past two years. Workers this week protested on the streets and organized two-hour slowdowns at 241 tea gardens with plans for a half-day strike Friday, August 12th. Karun Akar, president of Bangladesh Chakana, an organization of female workers, told a local TV reporter that an entire day's wage is now insufficient to purchase a two-kilo sack of vegetables or a liter of petrol. Quote, We don't get enough to eat. Our children are not getting a proper education. The price of everything goes up, but our wages don't, said one garden worker. Bangladesh Tea Workers Union Balashari Valley President Vijat Hazra told the business standard, quote, We have been demanding to raise our wages for a long time. The owners have already proposed an increase of 14 takas. That will make our daily wage 134 takas, about $1.40 per day, U.S. Shah Alam, chairman of the Bangladesh Tea Association, supports the 14 taka increase, but not all growers agree. He said tea prices are flat while fuel costs and fertilizer increases have led to losses at most plantations. 
The Tea Board of Bangladesh estimates there are 360,000 tea workers, of which a quarter are permanently employed. Two-thirds are women and girls. On August 1st, the Central Committee of the Tea Workers Union wrote Parliament seeking relief within seven days or face an industry-wide strike. The deadline passed this week without resolving the dispute. Canada has published new front-of-pack nutrition labeling regulations that warn consumers of products high in saturated fats, sodium, and sugar. Packaged teas rarely contain objectionable amounts of sodium or fats, but sugar levels may require labeling for ready-to-drink tea brands. The new labeling law is effective July 20th, but will not be enforced until January 2026. The label features a standardized symbol describing the product as high in, high in sugar, for example. The threshold for labeling is products that contain 15% or more of the daily value of either saturated fats, sodium, or sugar and combinations thereof. Fusions of juice and tea are likely to exceed the threshold. Fresh vegetables, healthy oils, honey and milk, eggs, yogurt, and cheese are exempt, provided no added ingredients are high in sugar, sodium, or saturated fat. Eating foods with unhealthy amounts of sugar, saturated fats, and sodium can lead to obesity, stroke, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and cancer. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending August 6, 2022. The growing momentum against unchecked import of Nepal tea into India and concerns about its quality has reached the parliament as reported last week. And this week, the Nepal tea industry has responded with concerns as India remains their biggest market for both orthodox and CTCT. At the center of these developments is a need to ensure that teas coming into India from Nepal and teas from India reaching the export market meet the required MRL standards, while associations such as the Darjeeling Tea Association are pushing for more regulation. On the other side of the border, tea producers are hoping the matter will resolve with bilateral talks. In auctions this week, sale 31 saw good demand in Gohati. Teas at this time were sought by major blenders. Prices were slightly lower than the previous week. In Kolkata, orthodox tea was much sought after. Prices were up marginally. Darjeeling continues to see high outlooks. Siliguri saw a similar trend as the pre- previous week, and among buyers, data consumer products were active for both leaf and dust. In the south, sale volumes were slightly lower than sale 30, although the percentage of sale was good with 90% of dust sold at Cochin, but 80% of orthodox leaf sold in Cochin and Kunur. Good orthodox tea continues to hold on to the market, opened by the Sri Lankan crisis, and that's expected to continue. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award-winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. 
Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. T-Biz this week travels to Baltimore, Maryland to talk with Equity co-founder Quentin Vinny about three new condition-specific canned cold brew tea blends formulated to ease anxiety and depression, improve focus, and calm young people coping with ADHD. Author and wellness expert Quentin Vinny with his wife Erin on the advice of their son's neurologist, found that green tea helped their seven-year-old boy maintain calm and focus. Diagnosed with ADHD, a condition leading to impulsive hyperactive behavior, tea's unique combination of L-theanine and caffeine offered relief, but loose-leaf teas were challenging to brew and not that tasty to a preteen. Quentin and Aaron added calming botanicals to make the tea palatable and launched a tea venture that produced packaged teas that became a favorite of Gwyneth Paltrow, whose company, Goop, sells the teas online. It's great to have you on the Tea Biz podcast this week, Quentin. I enjoyed learning a little about your tea on the website, it's a pleasure to have you talk about it in person. Thank you. I, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. I see that equity teas and botanicals are purpose-blended. Will you tell listeners a little about your personal experience and how that led to their development? We created equity in our blends essentially out of necessity. My son was diagnosed with ADHD when he was seven, and given my own history of dealing with mental health issues, generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, depression, you know, addiction to prescription pills. I wanted to manage his diagnosis holistically. His neurologist had recommended that he, he drink green tea prior to any big assignments or tests in school. And the idea was the L-theanine and the caffeine would give him a, a, a bit of a calm focus. Very much how Adderall would, but without the risk of dependency or any negative side effects. When we went out, my wife and I, to buy different types of green tea variations just to see what he would like, we found out quickly that a lot of the teas that were sold in retail stores weren't of the best quality. So they had very minimal nutrition value, and then they taste horrible, right? And so when we made the decision to, to really just figure out how to make this work by learning as much as we could about green tea. The challenge was figuring out how to make it palatable for a nine-year-old. He was nine at the time struggling with ADHD. So we wanted to make sure that every ingredient that we blended with that green tea would assist him in that calm focus. It was something that was very much strategic and not wanting to give him any ingredients that would make him hyper. So adding things like lavender, lemon verbena, uh, lemongrass, things that have also been known or said to help with things like anxiety, it seemed that not only did it taste good, 
but that it would serve the the benefit of what we were looking for. Once my wife and I really made the decision to move forward with starting a tea company and really just coming up and creating our own blends, every ingredient was was definitely geared toward what we anticipated the desired result to be. You recently decided to add a line of canned tea using the cold brewing method. Talk a little bit about your reasoning. Yeah, well, when we first launched the company, we were launched we launched it as a loose leaf company and one of the biggest variables and hurdles that we heard from a lot of our consumers were, you know, they didn't have the necessary equipment to set the water temperatures a certain way, to really steep it and brew it the way that it was designed for loose leaf tea to be brewed. And so we figured with the cans, we would essentially take the guesswork out of it for a lot of consumers by going through a process of cold brewing, we're able to extract a lot of the flavor while reducing the astringency that often accompanies teas like green tea and even black tea because of the the hot water temperatures and the brew times and wanted to create a product that was also uh, able to be shelf stable. And the cold brewing process also helps to reduce the amount of caffeine that's actually present in each serving. We wanted to keep the caffeine content to a minimum. What's the milligram count for caffeine in a typical 12-ounce can? The green tea, I would say it's close to about 18 milligrams. And then the, the black tea is, is, a, is a little bit higher, closer to about 30 to 35. So that would be about half of what you would find in a regular cup of tea. Exactly. You use adaptogens. You mentioned them in three of the new blends. Will you describe which adaptogens are present and how they benefit tea drinkers? Absolutely. Each blend has a different adaptogen. Our focus blend has astragalus root. Our recharge black tea blend has ashwagandha. And our uh, recover hibiscus blend has shisandra berry. Adaptogens are really you know, geared toward helping the body and the mind to fight off stress and to recover better from stress. And, you know, we're in a space of COVID, space of uncertainty, you know, people we're potentially moving into a recession. Um, and so, you know, in prioritizing our mental health, you know, it's important to figure out how we can mitigate uh, and reduce as much stress as possible. In formulating the beverages, you chose all natural, organic, full-leaf teas and botanicals cold brewed in small batches. Will you discuss sourcing? Sourcing is, is, is of the utmost importance to us, right? We've gone as far as communicating directly with small farms and farmers, you know, all across the world. The challenge is, you know, in order for us to create a, a USDA certified organic product, every ingredient we use has to essentially fall under that, the, the same regulations as we do in America. And so we wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was sustainable, sustainably sourced, non-GMO, organic, and of the highest quality. You know, I often say that, you know, in America, tea hasn't had its coffee moment yet, right? Though tea is the second most consumed beverage worldwide, we don't have a tea culture in America that has been stamped. And so a lot of the teas that I've had growing up and a lot of people are still consuming are just of very low quality. And just like any other crop that's grown, right? If, if it's not grown organically, there can be chemical compounds that are found in that crop that 
doesn't necessarily serve the body. We firmly believe that everything we put into our bodies matters. Finally, tell us the story about how you came to the attention of Goop founder and CEO Gwyneth Paltrow. We really connected based off of the work that I was doing in the wellness space. And so she was a part of the uh, initial ideation of the, the tea company. She was actually one of the first people to try any of our blends and she loved them, fell in love with them immediately. And, you know, uh, our relationship just grew. She's one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met. And, and she's been incredibly supportive throughout this entire process. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.